You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. To grind the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Tom. And it's pre election fever, fellas. DC Insider Patrick here to give you all the hot goss. Um, I got a direct line to my people in the Biden and Trump uh, candidacies. Let's go. <laughs> uh, let's get right to it. Uh, thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Closed Casket Activities. Yeah, rock the vote. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Run for Cover Records. Uh, politics, politics. Grateful thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Convulse Records. Um, I'm running out of uh, politically uh, uh, motivated uh, little catchphrases. Go on. And a wonderful thank you to our sponsors, our wonderful sponsor, To Live a Lie. The we like I- Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's rock the vote with Convulse Records. You're going to go to convulserecords.com. Guys, there's a lot of stuff over there. We talked about it. You got to get this, get that, get everything, everything in the cart, buy it all. Uh, it's like uh, superhero sweeps over here at convulserecords.com. But we're also pointing you at the relatively new, still hot off the presses, MS Paint slash Military Gun Split affectionately referred to as the paint gun split question for both of you have either of you owned a paint gun in your life no Um, as a no i lived in brooklyn yeah you live in the city no i have not either but have either of you played paintball ever in your life i i have it's uh, apparently it's not vegan so i don't fuck with it otherwise i would Mm. fuck with it all the time because it is very fun so what's with the is it the paintballs yeah, aren't vegan? Little, the 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 balls the, itself. Yeah, the out the shell on the Shelling. balls used to be not vegan. I don't know. I haven't looked into this in a long time. Well, let's let's look into this because that could be a fun activity. Uh, Tom, there's a place out by Six Flags down here. Yeah, in Jackson. Where, where you're? Yeah, Jackson, New Jersey, deep in the woods. Pat, it's giant property. Probably you know I don't know. Two thousand, three thousand acres. Who knows? Big big property. Um, that's a paintball course. And you're mm. like in the woods. It's some real paramilitary vibe. It's great. I haven't been since I was in middle school, but uh, I really want to go back. So that's going to be our acts to grind like um, team building activity. Like that's our 2024 team building activity. Um, maybe you can ask for vegan pellets. Oh, can Ooh, you? Yeah. Oh, you know, are your pellets vegan? Uh, <laughs> Need the vegan pellets. Yeah. Um, you would get shot as soon as they they turn the timer on. So, oh my god, just turn and shoot. Pop, 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 pop. I mean, I have a very typical. My one time playing paintball is, had, was a very typical experience where it was a bunch of people who were excited to to do it, didn't know sh- shit about it. Uh, this was pre Call of Duty. This everybody. This is like mm, many mm, many years mm. ago. Uh, so not every young person thought that they had a handle on <laughs> military strategy. So mm. uh, we go out there and 
the other team consisted of one fat 13 year old who mm. destroyed us. It was a kid who was like, I mean, you could have dropped this kid into whatever our conflict at the moment was probably back then. The, the I don't know what the first uh, Gulf war. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gulf war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he destroyed us. Just a heavy set little kid who did not have great mobility, but man, did he have aim. This is that was real. Uh, go by the military gun MS paint uh, record, convulsrecords.com. Did you and like Bradley Cooper played him in a movie? <laughs> yeah, Tom, I was gonna say, did you like Pat's like, man, he was just this little round ball, like round ball doughy, like, like fat, just fat little, hell, like pie oh, contest. Yeah, I mean, he was 13 eating. and had knee braces on because he was so fat, but he actually did something good. <laughs> Listen, you don't expect <laughs> you don't expect a pudgy 13-year-old to be uh uh you know the the, the American sniper. Look, you know? when when <laughs> just sorry when Porky rolls do that. That's his exercise. <laughs> Listen, I was proven wrong. The kid oh, shot me God. in the cheek. Yeah, yeah yo, Tom, since you've never played, the worst part about paintball is getting hit in the so the mask covers most of your face it should um goes around but it's you have an exposed area typically on your neck like the back of your neck so it looks like you're like sucking face and you got a couple of (laughs) you can get really smacked up on the side or like the back back of the neck it can really hurt It, it stings it's a stinger i uh i figured it out that i had to flip the hat around because it gives you a little bit of cover on the back of your neck. Because, like, let's be real, a few games in, people are aiming for your neck at a certain point. You're done. Yeah, you, you know, that little, that there, fat, fat fucking 13 year old. That fat kid has so many rolls, you didn't have to worry about his neck getting hit because he has no neck because he's fat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm making no man. judgments on the kid because he's ever said. I'm just saying that he it was all judgment. Just, like, I can't believe this fat fuck put the yodels and the ho hos down for a second. It was so good and shot me. I like, I thought those kinds of people couldn't do anything. He's fat. <laughs> all right. Salute to our You know, those people listeners. are good at painful. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry everybody. <laughs> all right. Uh, to live a lie records, to live a lie.com. Vegan. <laughs> they locally sourced. Do you do you know where do you guys uh, who's your distributor on those? Are, they, are me, these uh, farm to table? <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> farm to table vegan pellets. Um, to live lie records. Uh, <laughs> go to to live and order some stuff. But today I'm directing you to to live lie's Instagram account, which I follow and really like. To live lie is the I will uh, Instagram account. Easy. Thank you, Tom. Um, but because he does a great job with keeping up to date on what he's got coming out, what he's got going on, some funny stuff. Like, please believe <clears throat> lots of labels, lots of bands. I mean, basically everyone has some sort of social media presence. Some do it great. Some do it terrible. Some do it pretty good. Different complaints. Uh, to Live Lied, Will over there does a great job at making it <laughs> informative, efficient, keeps you up to date with new stuff but he's also funny so uh there's there's a good mix of it um so Did you see he had the band bars at his house yeah right isn't that funny like what they the hit the fuck? discord house and then they hit the uh to live a lie hq i mean you know? as, if you're going south that's the only way to do it that's the way so um go follow the instagram the two big things i'm highlighting this week one is the realize two human minutes lp 
uh, just released. Uh, you know what? There's three things. The Pig City LP, which I think is doing well, maybe is sold out or soon to be. I've heard um, lots of great things. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that. Two is the Realize LP, which is self-described as God Flesh Worship. That's interesting. Might not be my ballpark, but will be a lot of people's. And this is the one I'm the most excited for, is the band Tourist from Chula Vista has a promo tape out now that you can get it to live a lie. For my money, um, shout out. Shout out to the current fast, hardcore, punk, etc. scene in San Diego, Chula Vista, all that that is going on right now. Uh, so cool. we, got, we got hit with some people who hipped us to some of the local bands there. For my money, t- Tourist is the best by far. Um, really like them. Uh, there's some other bands that if you go check their Instagram out, you can see some of the other bands they play with, some good stuff. But they have an LP coming somewhat not too distant future. Very excited for that. Get this uh, promo tape now. So uh, to live a lie, to live a and click on that web store. I have something Guys, to discuss before please. we even get Please. This is so not in anyone's ballpark on this phone call, on this Zoom right now. Uh, don't presume that, Tom. I know a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, you got people everywhere, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just, just don't let them get on the paintball court with that uh, 13-year-old to buy, buy a size up. Yeah, <laughs> Right. He's probably like when someone tries to give him like inside knowledge from like the White House and he's like – are you a larger person? <laughs> I don't know. If like, I what's your you. your BMI? Thirty one. Can't trust you. You're I'm fat. just saying, if this kid showed up for a track meet, I wouldn't presume he was an excellent well, athlete. And not his, yeah, but he could probably outlift you too, fucker. Mm, sure. True. I didn't know that was a concern on the battlefield. He just shot me in the mouth. What can I say? I You're didn't not see it coming. Run, you coward. <laughs> um, Cowards run is what they say. It's exactly. There's like three songs like that. Um, <laughs> Have you followed? This is so not a. This is like not even hardcore, but it's fucking the funniest story of the week. The Thy Art is Murder story. No, no. So they're from Australia. Okay, I got to get up on them. I only knew about them because there was beef with them and MPB because they literally stole the MPB like Virgin Mary cover. Oh, interesting. Okay. Years ago. Yeah. And there was like this big thing going back and forth. And they're like, you know, um, the. MPB took shots and then they came back and it was like, well, that's funny because you followed us to every show on the Australian tour. So you obviously knew who we were, like whatever. (laughs) So the singer has said a lot of shitty stuff about trans people. And like, if you will ask your kid, if you want to, if you think the if you ask your kid, if they feel like they may be trans, you're as a parent, you should be lit on fire or something like fucked up, like something really stupid. So, you know, he apologizes, blah, 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 blah. So this record comes out on Friday, right? And he's like, the night before, he's like, new LP comes out tomorrow on whatever fucking bullshit metalcore label, whatever, whatever, you know, check it out. And it comes out. And so it's it's delayed a week, right? So they're like fucking pressing plants, having trouble, whatever, whatever. So it comes out a week later. The record comes out on Friday and he's no longer on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. They hired a singer to overdub Whoa. all his parts. Wow. Whoa. And so, like, if you had the digital version is with the new unnamed singer, and they might have named the person who the fuck would know anyway. And, like, if you had a physical copy of it, you have the old version with the old singer on it. Mm. 
Like, okay. could you imagine like waking up being like, wait a minute? Like, I thought indecision MPB did me dirty. Yeah, no, no, that's, no. Listen, uh, that's real. That's real. Dirty. I got to go pick up this, collector, this collector's item of uh, the artist murder physical. I think they're from Australia. Mm, I'm almost positive. Yeah. yeah. How funny is that? Could you imagine being like, check out our record tomorrow? And it's like, never mind. They kick yeah, me. Yeah. Like, they, they, the record comes out. He's no longer on it. They're from Sydney, Blacktown, mm. Sydney, Australia. You know, he's no longer on it. Then they put out a, a statement saying they kicked him out of the band. Well, yeah, <sighs> clearly. <laughs> like it was sort of like he had no idea this was coming until that Friday when the record was out. Uh, I mean, look, this is real uh, in the respect that when you are like you guys know this, Tom, when you get the DMs about uh, things I say on the podcast, it's annoying. But imagine if I was saying things that were like truly kind of and look. I don't know what this fella said. I haven't looked into this at all. It, it, it sounds like he's using, uh, like, even if he's, even if he's just using hyperbole. This is such a hot button issue for people. You can't say the most extreme things you can think of, because it, you might think that you're just within the realm of of kind of like I'm trying to make a point. I'm saying something extreme for effect, but you're talking about real people's lives and they're, it, it, it's too sensitive. And look, I'm not, I'm not the guy that's too sensitive on these things, but it's, it's uh, I think that when you are speaking for a group in whatever respect, it doesn't even matter if this guy's a shithead or not. If he's misrepresenting the group that he's in, then you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, could so, you imagine oh, the way they did it is insane. Like, oh, I get, like, you know, like you're yeah. out of the band, like, yeah, you know, and that happens all the time, especially with like metalcore bullshit like this. But like, could you imagine being like, "Yo, can't wait"? <laughs> and then it's like, "What the fuck?" Like, imagine being the person they hired to like just sing this. Yeah, this is um, this is not related to this, except in the respect that it's people uh, getting kicked out of bands. I'm just mm. saying, you better watch your back. Uh, <laughs> how you keep great pushing would it those be? fucking drug church boys too much, man? You'll wake up, you're like, "Wow, I sound good." Yo, they're delu- they're deluded. They think they can't get rid of me, and I just let them think that, even though it's like quite obvious you can replace a singer. But yeah, they're like they're like, wait, what's Grady from Anxious doing next year? He could, <laughs> he could do this, right? Uh, you know what it, I think is unfair. So like, yeah, it's so important that they can't do it without him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What you talking? know what I think is unfair? I think like Grady does not. Grady gets low rated because he is a dude who technically is not the most proficient singer. And he plays in a highly melodic band. So like mm-hmm. even his own bandmates will be, you know, I don't know if you guys watch the Sam thing, but um, mm-hmm. his bandmates will gently chide him on the fact that he doesn't, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have perfect pitch. And it's only because they're in a highly melodic sphere. His voice is really good for hardcore. <laughs> like it's I, like, I, the, I, it, by the way, he's a, he's, he's a good singer. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's he's doing things in anxious because it's a sound. It's okay, but uh, yeah, he gets chided for it. Anyways, drug this church. Is, this you, unrelated. You say an unrelated. Uh, you would noted. take paying gigs to sing on other people's records. Full stop. Uh, yeah, give me that eyes that thy art murder uh, money. Uh, no, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> How fun would it be if hardcore was a little less uptight and we could bring on guests like we could do an episode that was the breakup or kick out episode where we, we brought on, you know, stuff from 10 years ago, uh, 
people getting kicked out or, or bands kind of breaking up and reforming without people and to talk in a lighthearted, it's all water under the bridge sort of way about the shit. It would be so I mean, we did, That fun. would be a decision thing. Yeah. It, <clears throat> listen, we did do that. It, it was, you guys got half an hour on that one for sure. <laughs> But, but we did that at, when we recorded the version with me, Rachel, and Justin. Oh, that's we true. Were, yes, that's exactly right. And it was but, like kind of like it was tense, but it was funny. I, I like just for examples, just for examples, if we had various mongos on, it would be. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it would be a blockbuster episode. <laughs> I think there's, you know, maybe, there's like on. I guess that's the way we do it. There's like two and a half that we could. He claimed he said he would come on and talk about anything. But I know that's not true. Right. So when he says no, no, I'll talk about anything. Then we can, like, really. Uh, shout out to Greg. Um, shout out to Hold My Own. That's his band, right? Yes. Hold My Own. I didn't want to miss say it like some band did. Like they they got done dirty on their name on some flyer, and I felt really bad. Uh, they have a new record coming out with art by Spoiler that looks really cool, actually. And the video think, that the internet is already mad about. Oh, really? It came out this morning. Oh, is that the thing people were mad about? If you saw anything about like, you can't be oh, hardcore right, and live right, in a nice right. house. Yeah, yeah. And the kid <laughs> wait, was like, wait, 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 wait. I'm sure that we had, I'm sure we had some plan for this episode. But just, There is, there is. It's, it's going to port really well into this topic, actually. It's, okay, uh, you, humor me on this for a second. Yes. Please, the, Tom, explain. Yeah, please. Explain like, Patrick's, explain like Patrick's a, a kindergartner, not someone with high-level political connections. Yeah. Right, of course, of course. Um, so um, the, move, the video starts with the band like walking into like a, an older, like, you know, a family's house. Um, I believe it's a guitar player's family. Mm. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, go backwards. What band are we talking about right now? Hold my own. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, Greg's band. Go on. Greg's band. Um, I believe it's a dude that's in like MH Chaos and 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 all the like bigger heavy bands from Chicago. Gotcha. And like they walk in, they like walk past like the family at the dinner table, and they just start playing because there's like a full setup. But it, I mean, it's a very very nice house, probably mm. in the Chicago suburbs. It's fucking nice. Yes. Then all of a sudden, people are like, you know, like kind of going after them for like being like, yeah, you can't be a fucking tough guy hardcore band if you're all rich. Oh, wow. And the dude was like, dude, my parents were immigrants that came here. Like, they didn't have anything. Well, and like, that is my house, but like, they worked fucking hard for that, which is, I mean, and I get it to a point because I got like, <laughs> I was making like, I got a little saucy over the pandemic when I was like, yeah, well, a lot of y'all fucking tough punk people all have like your, all your parents have backyard decks. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like I know, like I see y'all that you got forests in the backyard. Sure, yeah, like, that's I, true. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have like an 88 war zone shirt, but you also <laughs> live in, you know what I mean? Like when you're like, everyone was leaving the cities. I was like, I see all you got a built in and built in pool. Like <laughs> under, not, even, not even above ground. No, 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 that's that. You know what I mean? So, like, I get it to a point that, like, I want my punk and hardcore to be fucking dirtbags that have no money, but like, it's that's not the case anymore. And it wasn't always. I mean, it's people from fucking DC and people from like the beach cities in California, like, and people from New York. Like, all the New York dudes weren't all poor. No, yeah, no, no, I, no. I mean, look, uh, you know what? You know what we're gonna say, everybody, is that uh, coming from means doesn't necessarily mean that you came from anything nice. That's a fact. There's lots right. of pe- there's lots of people who uh, ha- who have a song to sing, uh, and then there's also 
I mean, sometimes people have all the privileges in the world and they just got a little bee in their bonnet and that's a perspective too. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad at any of that shit except when I am, but, uh, (laughs) but, uh, here's what I will say about a music video that is in a rich person's house. The, the brokest criminals I know still have access to rich people. That's not, Ooh. that's not that weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's like, I know a couple of rich people. <laughs> like that's not like the, it's, it's not the measure of anything, you know, like we all could find somebody's house that that's nice. Yeah. We could find that. Uh, so I think that that's, uh, I don't know where they were going with, I, I, I wouldn't, first I wouldn't have assumed that it was somebody in the band's house, but I mean, it was though. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, good on him for coming out and saying, uh, this is my fucking house, <laughs> but right. Uh, I mean, as Greg, Greg, uh, drove up in his fucking Tesla. So I think he's okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know. I, I think that sometimes this is, is, is goofy because in, in Greg's case, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I never, I didn't audit his parents, but I think that, uh, he's done, he's worked hard to, to do well for himself. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, so, that's right. that's right. so God bless him. Uh, and, uh, regarding the kid with the nice house from his folks, uh, I mean, God bless him too. I was, <laughs> I was thinking the other day, I would, how nice it would be <laughs> if I t- didn't have to sleep on the couch when I went to my folks house, but the, imagine it, it's just different. It's just whatever. Like you this know. shit, I, the only time, Okay, this is a larger topic. You want to hear something uh, that's worth talking about at a later date? Sure. Can we get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can, we yes, can get to it. it. Uh, no, no. I just want to get off this brain injury topic because sure. it, the well, other well, side was seeing people argue both sides, being like, like the the people being like, "You better be exclusively poor to make hard music," versus the. Yo, what's wrong with having a successful life, bro? That just like whatever, man. It's cool. I just it was like the it was the worst. Was I come closer to that one, but he, but here here's here's my thing. I uh, I was listening to somebody badmouth scowl the other day, and I had to correct him because I mm. uh, regardless, regardless of whether or not you like that band, here's what you he can't take away up. from them. There's no pr- there's no pretension. They are people who do not think they're the best musicians. So when you say like, like, oh, I don't think this is there yet or whatever, that's, which is by the way, a fine criticism. It's just, you got to not be nasty. The, the fact is that what I like about those kids is they're some of them are like, yeah, we, we really only started really playing our instruments like a couple years ago. We're, we're still not good. You know, that's a great thing to say because it, yep. it takes all of the pressure off of kind of, it, it's good. And it's just a good thing to say. Same thing. If you were rich, if you're rich and somebody says, what the fuck is this? Like you, your house, your mom's house is nice. You go, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's it's awesome. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> just and so shout out to the kid for just not having that weird hardcore shame that kids lived with for for a big portion of my life. You know what I mean? And just saying, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, my 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 family did well. You know what I mean? It's it's awesome. I mean, so, I think that's always been a thing, though. I mean, you you see an eight mile. What to just take the pressure off? Yeah, I agree. No, no, I mean, or for it to be like you're not real, you aren't poor. Oh, oh, well, listen, uh, that shit's always real. I think that uh, people. Richie Birkenhead wasn't poor. No, you you just gotta take ownership. Just take ownership, dude. Just take ownership. Every advantage you have in life is a nice thing. You know what I mean? As you get older, you realize this. It's like, I mean, look, how lucky you were. Yeah, 
Yeah. So fuck it. Like I always say, my parents not hitting each other is like, you know, I was a huge gift, (laughs) like huge privilege in life. Yeah. You'll sleep on the love seat in exchange for that. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, shout out to, uh, uh, you know, shout out to every uh, hold, 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 is it hold my own? I listen, Greg, I'm going to be honest, brother. Hold my own. It's a fucking biohazard song. I know, but I, I, I hate these names. Mm. <laughs> I hate these fucking names. How come he was never called Greg Galoid? That would be kind of cool, right? Greg Galoid. Greg Mongo is his old. Greg Mongo. Greg Mongo worked, but like Greg Galoid is kind of fun. Like, oh, Greg Galoid. I'm sure like if you say it, it's one of those things you say it a few times, it'll be in your head. Um, right, it's like Gary Ganu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, this no, is ex- no good news is, is good news. This is the exact level of conversation I was hoping for today because, <laughs> guys, guess who just wandered, wandered into the axe to grind corral? Oh, okay. Who? It's your old buddy. Wilson from Westchester. Oh, wow. our, our clueless brother. Come on in. Well, Is he a sophomore yet? He's, he's, he's a sophomore, but Tom, what you don't know is that uh, on top of getting into hardcore not long ago, Wilson from Westchester, who acts as our surrogate to uh, perhaps ask questions that people want answers to, but... Uh, don't want to ask. Don't want to ask. We've we've done this a few times, but today today's got a little extra twist. Did you know that Wilson from Westchester also plays uh, rec league baseball? I didn't know. We never talked about it. He he took one to the head. Our boy Wilson has a little bit of a brain injury here. Oh wow! So today's theme is I took a turn. Dumb questions with hopefully smart answers. Mm. It's up to you guys. So, uh, it is Wilson, right? Yeah, it's not Winston. It is Wilson. Okay, yeah. I, can't, I had to remind myself. I think, you yeah, got the head injury. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, I mean, I'm doing a hardcore podcast 300 episodes deep. So, here we are. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, are you guys ready to help our buddy Wilson answer some pretty dumb questions? Let's go. Sure. Hey, uh, hey guys. Um, so I, I just became straight edge. Okay. Congrats. Is, is straight edge one word or two words? (laughs) Wow. Wow, That's a good question. Wilson, this is a great question. Um, I'm saying two. So two was eighties. One was nineties. Now back to two. Is there a hyphen? No. Why? Never Spider-Man. Yeah. No. So Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, so why would you said two words is eighties, one word is nineties. Explain that to me. Uh, I can't, it's just, it was just like when I was growing up, uh, it was one word. And then if you look at any of the materials from before my time, two words, when did right. that change? Earth crisis was one word. Youth of today was two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and when did that change? I, I, uh, I could not say. Um, was it an intentional change, or was it just that uh, we didn't have the, the internet? internet? Like, yeah, <laughs> right. People were just like, "This looks right." When I'm yeah. in a fucking goes at two o'clock in the morning trying to make a flyer. Right. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could not say. Um, Tom, that's for you. Yeah. Do you think there's anyone out there who has tattooed on their body 
two words, straight fucking edge? Oh, man. Um, Doubtless. You know what? I really hope so. Doubtless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying 100%. Pat, do you know that? Uh, do I know that somebody has it? No. No. Do I- you know what that's from? Oh, it's a fucking uh, throwdown line. No. No. It's no. the wrong side. It's oh, the wrong side. I'm thinking. Hard Vermont, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of. I have one thing yeah, yeah. left. Yeah. Shout! I got nothing left to say. There's one more <laughs> thing I need to say. Whatever. <laughs> so, sorry, Morgado. I'm confusing my uh, absolutely uh, brain dead lyrical <laughs> content. My fault. Two uh, words. Straight fucking. <laughs> two words. Straight fucking edge. I got nothing um, left to say. There's one more thing I got to say. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Fuck, so Yo, by the way, really when I good. say it's when really I good. say brain dead, these are both genius lines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people still quote them. Like people still do the three two words straight fucking edge all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Colin uses that in like twitching tongue stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, I'm just saying this. If you have the two words straight fucking edge tattoo, uh, send it. Send us a photo. We we will uh, we'll compensate you. It's like it's actually compensation from uh, Chris Morgato because you legally he's liable for that. Like it's it's like one of those class action lawsuits things. So we'll Listen, it, it, those ones that those ones that uh, have resonance that like just like kind of live on beyond the band. Like people don't even know <laughs> where they're from. Tom, you know a little bit about this. Uh, that sh- that shit is fun. That's cool. So Dude, yes, lyrics, I'm sure somebody lyrics. has. It. Lyrics are yeah. fun. I, I uh, shout out to GB, uh, shout out to Walter. I think I said this many, many moons ago, but there's an interview in I believe uh, a fanzine. What fanzine is it? Oh, it's a New York zine, and I can't remember it right now. Um, not for the week, maybe. Uh, but they interview him, interview Walter, and they're like, "Hey, why do you write so many songs about hanging out?" And he's like. Nah, man, I don't. I didn't write any songs about hanging out. And then they'd show all the lyrics where he mentions hanging out or like sitting around at home, and like they highlight it and put it in the zine. It's pretty fucking good. Um, oh, that's pretty great. All right, uh, back to Wilson. Um, is uh, are punk and hardcore the same thing? Oh, Wilson, I feel yes. I feel like you're always poking around at this question. No, it's not the same thing. Uh, there's going to be bands that, uh, depending on the time, they're going to feel like the era, they're going to feel shame at playing hardcore. So they're going to tell you they play punk, even though that sonically and all associated aesthetics are hardcore. Um, they're, they're not the same thing, but sometimes people insist that they do be the same things for a little while. Tom, I don't like his answer. What do you say? I think um, it can be. It's like a Venn diagram. Mm. Did you learn about Venn diagrams yet in Westchester County? Not a chance. Mm. No, that's not still community college, I think. Okay. Um, so it's like these two circles that they like meet some and like little pieces of them meet, right? And I think hardcore punk fits right there, but there's definitely a full bubble of hardcore and a full bubble of punk. And there's certain bands that meet in the middle. Okay. That makes sense. What's the difference to you guys? Like, what's the difference between a punk a punk band and a hardcore band? Sound sound and aesthetics are different. Period. It it uh, it just is what it is. Uh, 
it, it, it's weird because when Wilson, when you, when people talk about this, they assume that there's some judgment, right? As is the case when you call a 13 year old fat, people assume that there is some judgment, but there is, yeah, I mean, I would think so. <laughs> but there's no judgment. It's just, look it, at you getting up there and singing on a stage and you're fat. <laughs> Nobody said that. I, that's I just, you, you said that in the very first part of this episode. I just didn't expect this kid to be fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger in commando. That's all. <laughs> so Sorry. Anyway, he had a plan. He was going to get up there and eat all the pies. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you guys are trying to make me feel bad for, for saying somebody who's heavy. It ain't fat. working, though. But oh, yeah, man. that's fine. So back to the point. Uh, the, the They assume that there's some judgment. Like that if you uh, denote a difference that it's uh, inherently says that one's better than the other. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, I, I really love some punk music and I really love some hardcore music. It's okay to like both. And it's okay when they have spun off from each other so much that th- they're barely recognizable. Here's how I would frame this for people that insist that they're the same thing. Uh, is grind the same as punk? No, no, it's not. Neither is hardcore. Mm. They're sonically different period. Mm. It's, it's just different. Now, did one come out of the other? Quite obviously, yes. The mer- the merger of punk and and metal and trying to become faster. Okay, we arrive at grind. Some ba- some grind bands are more punk than they are metal. Some are more metal than they are punk. But neither are really metal, and neither are really punk. It's its own thing. Same thing with hardcore. And next question, Wilson. I will take no further guff. Tom, do you think that sounds right? I didn't understand it because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think he's right. No, I think that's right. I think it's it, it's hardcore because it got heavier and harder than the the original mm. punk that started in the early eighties. See, that make more sense. Um, okay, what's more important, stage diving or moshing or singing along? Damn. Singing along. <clears throat> Ooh, different answers. Go break it down. Uh, you want me to go first? You go first. Or you what go first. your answer, Pat? Uh, my answer, uh, it, it's so show reliant. Uh, if you asked me, and if you asked me which of these I put primacy on, I, I could see singing along. I'd probably go stage dive, though. Stage dive. Stage dive, sing, stage dive into sing along, mosh a distant third. Tom, you said sing along. Hit it. Yeah, because I think that means someone, they've actually, the folks have actually listened to your music. Like you could stage dive a mosh or something you've never heard before. Yeah. But the yeah. fact that they've listened to it enough and then and they enjoyed it enough to like learn everything. Mm. I think that's I mean, I could call like a fucking stranger off the street, like at a show, and be like, you come on in here. Get up here. You're gonna jump off the stage and my friends are gonna carry you around the room. You don't have to know anything about it. But like if you yeah. if you're singing along, that means someone like spent the time with the record enough time to, to know the words. And I think that's pretty fucking awesome. That's the best. That's the best feeling having experienced all three and seen people, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah, nothing better than right? a room Single. full of people singing along. Hell yeah. Patrick, what's, what is the drug church song? Most people know the most. Is it weed pen? I would think that's yeah, the hit, right? Yeah. And the one where people be singing at all. Uh, yeah, people, I mean, listen, it's nice when people sing along and I, I'm not mad at Masha either. I'm just, if I had to prioritize these things, uh, stage diving is the perfect moment where somebody ruining your time is also making your time. 
True. Mm. Okay. Yeah. With it. Um, okay. Who are the biggest bands? Oh, in, in life? <laughs> in hardcore, right? In hardcore right now. Um, I wa- I know we've talked about this, but I, I watched yet another turnstile at Massive Festival video the other day. Bad <laughs> time, like bad time to be hating on turnstile. <laughs> Those boys and girls rock. <laughs> Yo, mm, bad time to be hating because <laughs> they fucking kill it. Um, Look, if if uh, if if Turnstile and Knocked Loose have not uh, escaped the event horizon of hardcore by virtue of how big they are, uh, then far and away those are the biggest bands. Uh, yep. Knocked Knocked Loose, I fully am available to the conversation that that's not hardcore music. I I'm I don't know if you guys are, but I'm open to the. I'm open to that conversation because for a lot of our listeners, it is particularly older listeners. It is going to lean, uh, too many affectations of modern metal for some of our listeners. And I, but at the same time, if we want to go that route, neither is turnstile. Yes. Uh, Okay. That you, you nailed it in one. That's where I was going. I mean, I think I consider them both hardcore bands, but like there's parts of turnstile that are like straight up. Yeah. Like, I mean that can't be the only one. Something like that's not fucking remotely hardcore. Like, no, no, no. And that's I, awesome. I, I watched. I watched an excellent set from them the other day, and at least three of the songs I would not uh, tie to hardcore in any in any real way. Like they, they lean more like kind of like a. When I say indie rock, I I mean like very much on the rock end of it. But but right. but all right. So let's remove. We'll cut those two. Off. We'll lop those, those two, two off. out. Yes, correct. Yeah, expa- like established. Yeah. Let's talk about like more like DIY hardcore like playing shows like whatever the biggest band other than them is probably spy oh interesting not oh, i'm sorry not spy i made a mistake you were thinking gel the biggest band is tsunami oh tsunami so okay well okay Gel's big hold, hold spy on. is big all right let's do this Let, let's do it's, this it, there's here's the thing there was a plurality to that question for a reason because right now there's a plurality, like there often is, but maybe now more than ever. Here, here's here's a quick top off of the list, and you guys can in, feel free to add inclusions. Spy, great answer. Gel, great answer. Tsunami, great answer. Pain of truth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we're getting there. Uh, Gorilla biscuits. Fiddle. Ooh. If you haven't released new music in 30 years, you can't be a current band. Uh, no diss. Shout out Gorilla biscuits. I love you. But playing hardcore shows like that's it's the true. They're big. They're the big. One hundred percent big. Uh, fiddlehead. Yep. We, we call, they're in the boat. Yep. We're letting, they're staying in the Drug boat. Church. D yes, Church. Yeah. It, it, this is Military if this, now. this is if we call Fiddlehead and Drug Church hardcore music. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's here's the a hardcore band. Yeah. Here's the deal. That's true. Uh, some of these bands are undeniably hardcore bands, and then others are going to you know, kind of wade into adjacent territory in terms of the, the biggest hardcore bands. What are we basing it on? Because you're right. Tsunami brought up some of the biggest crowds of the last year for kind of like particularly DIY hardcore. I mean, fuck like they, they filled rooms. I mean, so, they booked their own shit. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Tsunami because, you know, we would be playing, like drug church would be playing uh, uh, like two days after them or whatever on some of these, uh, whenever that was. And like, they would be playing the big room. <laughs> like 
we'd be like, what the fuck happened here? Tsunami just fucking off to the races. Good for them. So, uh, yeah, tsunami, uh, pain of truth. I, I don't know what size rooms they, they fill on their own, but the hype is certainly there. So I have to imagine it's, it's, it's strong, uh, strong size rooms drain. I can say with confidence is no joke. Oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Drain's that, big, 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 uh, big, big, big. Let, let's see. Um, mind force, mind force, force big. Uh, do we know what never ending game does on their own shows? I've, I've seen them on festivals actively big. like, like on, fest, on festivals. It's like seeing fucking Pantera or something. People. So, so in this, crazy. this is, this is interesting and this is all stepped aside and people can, give us their opinions and Tom, I want you be, to be the arbiter because you are better. I put mind force never in game in a very similar space. Maybe painter truths a little, or do they get a little slightly harder draw or is it, are they right in the mix with those bands? Like in terms of high, higher draw? Yeah. Yeah. Bigger. Um, I mean, painter I mean, truth I, is just crazy to me because the phenomenon of the, it feels like they came out, now it was a little bit of pandemic effect here, but they came out and they were big already. It was like, oh, the pain. Yeah, I mean, their first two shows were sold out. Yeah, right. Yeah, they had right. their first two shows. Um, I, you know what? It's hard to say because I think Mind Force does their own shit. Yep. Oh yeah. Like, but like I think a lot of the other bands, and this is no diss, but like, you know. I don't know how much neg- never ending game doesn't always play by themselves or like gridiron doesn't always play. It's always like part of like a, I mean, right. they're a huge part of a big show. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mind force will play fucking Syracuse like with scarab and you know, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a good fucking hardcore show. Like the never ending game stuff is like, they're a huge, like, you know, they just play with fiddlehead or they'll come out and play with whatever. Like they're, they're usually very big parts of a very big show. So it's hard to say right. like it, they're not hitting the road and come like we're playing fucking, you know, which I mean, look, look, let's call a spade a spade. That was turnstiles formula for a long time. Sure. I mean, look, this is all, there's no wrong way to do this. It's, it's, it's all cool. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I think that, <clears throat> yeah, no, 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 no. I, I think that the, uh, the, the mind forces of the world are uh, 100%. That's like a proven commodity they can headline a show and bring people out. So we have to give them, sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting in my bag now of like, like my little industry group chats. <laughs> I think that it is a uh, beltway, beltway chat. Yeah, beltway talk. Uh, I, I, I think we it's have only to on give, like what signal or what's, what's the app that the, the, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a telegram with the, the, with the Biden camp right now. They're telling That's me that so. uh, yeah. uh, mind force does great. Um, there's a there's a weight check uh, BMI thing that you have to enter. Is that right? <laughs> right, they're all thin. So you, yeah. Also, um, incendiary. We talk about incendiary puts somebody judging their popularity in a tough position because they're very selective about when they play. Now this doesn't it always kills. They uh, never fail. No, well, they, they they redefine it. I mean, they redefine it in a way that I think. They got bands coming back on. Oh shit, we can do the incendiary thing and like have fun with this and still have day jobs. Right, they created a template. Sure, yep. I, and and I'm with all that. I'm I'm just. Uh, it doesn't have to be incendiary. There, there, there's a term uh, in music called protected, right? And it's exactly what you think. It, it's exactly like like when booking agents and promoters are arguing about guarantees, they might say. The booking agent might say, "Listen, they uh, th- th- they did fifteen hundred. 
and the promoter might hit them back and say, respectfully, they were protected. And uh, that could mean a lot of things, but it, it means in general what you think it does, which is they picked spots that they, they couldn't fail. Like they had a package or they had like a, like, for example, if, if, uh, if I was going to play <clears throat> not a festival, but if I was going to play, um, Detroit and I, and I brought out, uh, it's me, it's me headlining, but, uh, I have, oh, just you. I have, yeah, just me, okay. <laughs> but so it's the Patrick Kinlan experience, but I have never ending game, uh, uh, and a, a detain reunion, right? That's a protected show, right? Because I'm, I'm not, it, it's not a, an accurate representation of what it would be like if I just played a, a one-off, right? So uh, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, is, is uh, incendiary, does it make it difficult to judge when you play that infrequently, does it make it of difficult? Of course, but it's because but part of it is scarcity, right? Like, so if if you, it's the same thing to say like a band who people really like, but who plays the same city ten times in a calendar year, it's like, well, at show ten, it's going to be a smaller draw than show one. You know what I mean? Like, scarcity matters. So there, it's just creates a different template to you can't judge them on the same scorecard. But I think it would be foolish to say they're anything but a huge draw. Like when we're talking about this, they fit right in that mix. And that's so that all this conversation was to go into uh, Wilson's asking what dumb questions. It's a really fun topic for us to get in on, but mostly it's to kind of highlight um, hey, if you somehow slept on any of these bands, they're all doing really well, uh, whether it's Scowl, whether it's Spy, whether it's Gel, whether it's Drain, whether it's Pain of Truth, whether it's Mind Force. I think about early, early era Axe to Grind, and that was one of the things. Like We talked about Turnstile. We talked about Power Trip. We talked about Code Orange. We talked about Incendiary, because at that moment, those were four bands that were like, yo. Even more so now then than now, it was sort of like defining of what was going on and now right. we just have this yeah. bigger i think we have a bigger canvas with a lot more painters on it a hundred percent cool all right are you ready for some more questions from wilson he, he he just he he like he had that like glazed face he wrote a couple things down on his phone and then he stopped writing on his phone and just started looking at like the pie case at the diner he just couldn't couldn't process the information um can can I bring weapons to shows? Should prefer I? You, prefer you don't. No, you probably shouldn't. W- why is that a bad idea? Uh, I'm I'm not your dad, Wilson, but uh, no no reason to escalate pit beef into somebody's murder. Right, and chances are you, you whoever you fuck with is going to take it off of you and use it on you. So don't bring it. Yeah, yeah, like uh, we're not gonna get PSA, but uh, I, yeah, you I don't want to get beaten up with your own stuff. Which I sometimes happen. worry about the entry of people to a thing like hardcore, and the ideas of what what like this this feels like the thing that shouldn't have to be said, but just a thing to be aware of. I mean, it's a scary thing. Like if you're like, oh, I'm going to the show, it's gonna be crazy. Let me bring a little yeah. like Leatherman or whatever the fuck. Mm. Although there was some, I forget what fuck, another fucking metalcore band that had, they're like, yo, you let this dude in. He had a machete in his fucking, on his side. Yeah. 
Yo, between the machete at the metalcore show and the Kevin James memes, I'm uh, my internet time is was maxed out by like nine a.m. this morning. I was like, that's it. <laughs> Threw my phone in the fucking river. It's out. Um. All right. Uh. So. Um. Is hardcore still relevant today? Uh, more more so than the last ten years previous. So yes, easily. Yep. <laughs> How so? Uh, well, okay. Uh, respectfully, it's always relevant to the people it's relevant to, blah, blah, blah. Uh, however, uh, it, it, hardcore in the last f- four years, would you say? Three years, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, has, I would say since Axe Grind started. But. Yeah. <laughs> but I, re- I realized I was doing a thing there. I was like, okay. Um, I mean, whatever. I mean, so, uh, look. It's just become a thing that people have to pay attention to. And it is not always the case. I'm available for the argument that it is better when it is not the case. I'm, I'm available to that. But I'm just saying in terms of the average person, a person having some exposure to hardcore music, I would say it is the highest that it's been since the mid-2000s. I think higher than that. Yeah, was well, you sure? Sure. But but in I am not in uh I'm not in young people's circles, but when I was a kid uh if you were into hardcore you were probably one of th- two or three people in your school. And then the generation just after me, I want to say like the Bridge 9 Death Wish Death Wish generation, uh that number was higher. And uh, now I don't know because I'm, I'm very distant from that age, but, mm, yeah. uh, I would guess that, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's even higher than that. Sure. So yeah. sure. Yeah. We're, we're stuck paying paintball during the Gulf war. So, you know, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see here. Um, should my band have a TikTok account? Yeah, if you want, I've I've ruined my life having social media accounts, so I'm not the guy. Does your band have a TikTok, Pat? Uh, no, not. Uh, I'm gonna say, okay. Let me. Let, I'm gonna speak really frankly. Uh, the label that uh, uh, Drug Church records for Pure Noise uh, has been very. Um, they've had a lot of success with some of their acts having TikToks. Like Mm. some of those bands really do a good job of promoting themselves. Uh, However, I will say that there we've been under no pressure to do so. It's just, they said it uh, in plain English. Uh, There's the bands that do the extra shit. And sometimes that works out. And that means that they don't have to do as much of the regular shit. You are a band that would regular rather do the regular shit. So just keep doing it. And what they mean by the regular shit is touring the majority of the year. Mm. <laughs> you know? So uh, there's different ways to promote your band. Um, I There's one kid who was in a band that we uh, did a tour with who I don't know if his band tours at all anymore, but he is a mental health influencer on TikTok now. Which is uh, fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, look, this you is a tough one. 
Tom, you want to have a real conversation about it? Cause, cause I, I, I think I probably fall where you do on this, but then I can also kind of see a different perspective. Where you're dangerous. I think it's very dangerous. If you're not someone who's like, you might have lived it and you could be a peer and that's totally fine. But I think it needs to be couched in that. And like, you can't diagnose people. You don't know sure. what yeah, yeah, certain yeah. medications do. It's the same thing. It's like, you can't be a fucking TikTok lawyer. If you've never stu- studied law, you could get people in further into trouble. Yeah, okay. So I agree with you on that. I'm not going to, I don't know if people know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to, I don't know. No, no. I mean, that's cool. I mean, but it's just funny. Like, it's like, you're an influence. Like, yeah. I, I, what listen, you like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, con- we all do. I don't know his content enough to say if he's being responsible or not, but uh, in principle, I agree with you. The, uh, social media diagnosing and people seeking out diagnoses from people who are not qualified uh, is definitely- I mean, Everyone's got borderline personality disorder now. Oh, uh, trust me. I know That's becoming a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. none well, of you motherfuckers heard about that five years ago. Right. And so, but is it, but as you said, is it nice if you're dealing with something, is it nice to hear from somebody who, who has also dealt with it? Yes, it is. So- uh, as long as it's framed that way, then that's totally fine. Right. Cause I mean, that's yeah. a big part of like what happens in mental health work is a lot of peer work that it's like, sure. I've experienced this. I'm not a licensed clinician, but you know, here's, here was my experience when I went through the same thing and that's, that's invaluable. But I think it, it needs to be very clear on TikTok that you're like, you're not giving a medical, like any kind of medical diagnosis or anything like that. You're just like, here's my experience when I was, Diagnosed with bipolar disorder, whatever the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I am, uh, I'm on board with all that. And but this, but back to so this kid. This, this kid, uh, <laughs> I guess his band uh, gets some gets some uh, attention in certain circles and and uh, listens because uh, he's out there, like very active on that platform. Uh, th- sometimes it's. Hey, do you, okay. I'll, I'll say it like this where it does become relevant for a band like mine is, uh, Hey, why are we getting stonewalled on some of these, uh, endorsements that the, the musicians want, right? Like that maybe they mm-hmm. want free symbols or whatever bullshit. Uh, I, I don't touch right. those fucking gross instruments, so I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> it, but why are we getting stonewalled on this? And the answer that you'll hear from labels or managers or, or really anybody is yeah because uh you touring is now only a third of the actual uh kind Metric, of almost. Right. It, it's it's right. only a third of that partnership that they would want from you what they would also like is for you to do bullshit tiktoks and uh, right like you you eating the fucking like some breakfast potatoes at whole foods you know, right. what if what if you started a drug ch- church tiktok that was just you doodling mechs I mean, look, if it, if it took off, I'm sure that a bunch of mm. businesses, we got to talk about the mannequin pussy thing at some point. Uh, mm. it, this, this was months and months ago, but it was really an interesting moment. I don't know if, I don't know if we discussed it at all. Oh, no, we didn't. Uh, they just called well, They also they posted about, called, yeah. About driving between Denver, Salt Lake Salt City Lake. and Denver. Yeah. It's like, call give us a fucking agents. day in between. And I thought of Pat. Oh yeah. They, I mean, they called out booking agents, which was interesting. Shout out yeah. to whoever's booking mannequin pussy. I guess your dudes are not psyched. 
No, most dangerous part of the country. It's uh, fucking rude. (laughs) Really tough ride. Really, you know, it's funny because I've done it a bunch, but I always think about it. It is surprise. I mean, I've seen really wild stuff happen on that ride. It's it's not. There's lots of rides in the U.S. that are that long, but that's a dangerous ride. Dangerous ride. Uh, No, they're opening for the movements. That's why I think it's not their booking agent. Right. So everybody, you'll see this on occasion. uh, A a support band on a bus tour that's supporting a band that has a bus. The bus has a professional driver that drives overnight. Uh, the support band does not have a professional driver that drives overnight and is left in often very dangerous situations. I, I we're going to announce a tour pretty soon that I'm certain I'm going to be risking my fucking life on, in a fucking uncool oh, yeah. way. Um, but no, what I was talking about with the mannequin pussy thing uh, w- was uh, th- they in a moment of frustration, I don't know how, uh, like how committed to the idea they were, but in a moment of frustration, they were being very honest on, on social media about how their name cost them opportunities and how wow. it's getting, it's getting, sure. really, it's getting really frustrating because I mean, I don't know if everybody in our listenership knows mannequin pussy. I, I've played one show with them. I thought they were really, really pleasant people. Uh, they are, uh, people love their music first. Uh, Secondly, it is, uh, in terms of adjacent music, it is palatable. You could see it, uh, uh, kind of reaching a lot of people. Um, and they're not on any, for lack of a better word, problematic shit. Right. So like they're kind of approachable for opportunities Mm. uh, from these larger worlds uh, or larger entities. And they feel that they don't get them because of the name, which they probably don't. And, uh, they are like, what do we got to do? You know what I mean? Cause we're getting passed over for things and it's frustrating. Uh, I mean, drug charge is probably in the, of similar boat. Yes, I can. Uh, it's not quite as extreme as mannequin pussy, but I can say no, but- with, with absolute certainty, uh, there are things that we do not get offered because, uh, our name is just not, you know, I mean, it's a dumb, it's a dumb name, everybody, but it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's also just a little off putting, uh, shout out to uh, Sam Triple B who never listened to Drug Church before the show that he did for us because he hated the mm. name. And this was uh, this year. <laughs> Amazing. He's, he's been my friend for a decade. And he's never listened to my band because he thought the name was so stupid. It's a pretty dumb name, honestly. It's terrible. <laughs> but. Anyway, uh, what what are you guys' thoughts on that? Uh, uh, on the idea that um, what you the kind of the way that you present could be costing you opportunities? Are those opportunities important? Are they things that you want? Uh, for people that don't know what yeah. I'm referring to, this could be as simple as uh, you getting passed over for for what they call sinks, which is just licensing. Uh, mm-hmm. Is so there's bands. Um, uh, there's a metal band uh, that is in our world who adds an extra 30 to their income every year uh, mm. because they they are a heavily synced band for this for for a heavy mu- for heavy music they get the bag you know what I mean <laughs> for, for heavy music that is not approachable they there is something about their music that they get the perfume ad in in Singapore you know what I mean whatever it is and. Uh, so you're talking about significant amounts of money if you are a a working band, right? No, and I mean what you're dealing with is something that's I think it's very relatable and understandable. It's like uh, the 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 dude who wants to wear the edgy T-shirt 
to the job interview. Well, you get judged for that. Oh, is it a job you want anyways if you can't wear the edgy t-shirt? Is this? There's a lot of things like that. And um, I don't know, you know, whether I like the band name or not, whether I would choose a band name like that, whatever, 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 whatever. Um, that's the lot. That's that's what you choose. And you go with, you got to go with with what you feel and like, are you willing to compromise on that? I think it says something about an artist or band or whatever you want to say. So shout out to Mannequin Pussy for having a pretty wild ass name when you actually sit down and think about it. And yeah. I, I, just, I just see two words. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and it becomes uh, so routine that you don't think of like, oh, wait a minute. A yeah, mannequin. That's right. Oh, okay. Right. Um, whereas like drug church is kind of funnier the more you think about it. it's like oh a drug church okay that's cool um, yeah uh, you know uh, be you whether that's a curse word on your fucking forehead or uh, a stupid band name whatever it is yeah I mean th- that band uh, who I thought had like probably the best debut record of the last 10 years and then fell off a cliff is uh, 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 Viet Cong right Uh mm. That band had great record. Everybody should check out whatever the fuck the black and white one with the hand on it is. Uh, but they changed their name because they were losing uh, uh, college money. They, they weren't getting the offers on on colleges. Some colleges were saying, hey, we don't want this. This is offensive. And they announced, hey, we're going to be changing our name. And at the time, I was pretty offended <laughs> by this. I was like, yo, uh, there's obviously – you know, and members of like Gang of Four were like, uh, "Hey, uh, it's a it, it's a name. You you choose these names to be provocative. You just write it out. It's fine." But they changed uh, Viet Cong changed their name to Preoccupations, which is a fucking terrible name. And yeah, you, then you're no different from anybody else. Yeah, right. And and their music is not as exciting as it used to be. Still, still decent. People should check it out. But um, it, it is. Uh, but I, I, th- I thought that was the weakest, weak thing in the world. But here was their point, and this is true enough. Hey, everybody, we didn't think about our fucking name. It was just a thing that occurred to us after you know the first practice. I don't see why this should cost me a house. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. Drug Church was a name chosen from a list of the worst band names I could collect. That's true. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, if Drug Church was – now, I'm going to stick with it because I, I'm difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I would understand somebody saying, yeah, I didn't marry this name. It's a stupid name. You'd understand somebody being like, wait a second. You mean to tell me if we change our name to uh, fuzzy sweater, our sinks go up 15 K a year. Right. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah. That's helpful. I, I mean, uh, uh, the, the band, uh, uh, teenage suicide, right? Mm, yep. uh, teen, is it teen suicide teenage suicide whatever the fuck it is teen uh, so they i think changed their name and then changed it back a- and uh you know i whatever i i think all this stuff is uh although teen suicide is a very difficult seo problem because <laughs> you know, i just realized i was looking them up and i was like it's not that easy to look up um but uh yeah okay uh a little, little talk about names there Wilson's but yes, guys. you should. Wilson, you should have a TikTok for your <laughs> Mason's band. Next episode, Wilson's band gets a TikTok. 